Hello, and welcome to Rare Minds, a podcast by Walter Reed Army Institute of Research, which we call Rare. I'm your host, Army Captain Tom Nassif. Today on the show, we'll walk through an exercise that will help you harness your inner strength and improve performance, whether on the ball field or the battlefield. But first, a unique discussion between two athletes. In 2002, Prince Daniels was a walk-on for the Georgia Tech football team. Told he would never be a star, he nonetheless became the team's starting running back the following season and would go on to break rushing records, be named the MVP of the Humanitarian Bowl in 2004, and get drafted by the Baltimore Ravens in 2006. Though his career was cut short by an injury in 2008, Daniels proved his critics wrong in a large part, he says, because he discovered mindfulness, which took his game to the next level. Now Daniels works to teach others the value of mindfulness exercises, both to improve their performance in sports and help them find meaning once the game is over. He's the founder of the 4LBU Foundation and the training program Game Beyond the Game. He is the author of Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete, Mastering the Balance Between Power and Peace. Daniel spoke with Major Allison Brager. Brager is a member of the Army Warrior Fitness Team, who also competed at the Division I college level in track and field. She was a two-time individual competitor in national CrossFit competitions and has also competed in two international CrossFit games. She's currently the director of Human Performance for the Mission Support Battalion, which oversees the Army Warrior Fitness Team and Army Esports. She is the author of Meathead, Unraveling the Athletic Brain. Obviously, you got interested in mindfulness in college, and I love your story about going to the monastery and learning in that regard. And then you took it more seriously when you were playing in the NFL. What is it about mindfulness that helped you after the NFL um, in terms of, you know, you're, you're done playing the game. Uh, you, you dealt with these uh, identity issues a, a little bit afterwards. What what about it helped you regain and, and recenter your life? Well, you touched on it. Um, Self-identity. You know, we become so enamored in our day to day activities, um, what our career is. You know, that's what we identify ourselves as. But when you don't have that anymore, what do you lean upon? Who are you? And so um, meditation and mindfulness allow for me to look inward and to realize who I am, you know, just my my, my natural self. Um, and we all have this light, this gift, this spirit inside of us. And it wasn't until after the game when I was forced to actually um, – to figure out who I am, what's my purpose here, and why I'm on planet Earth, and um, what's my contribution. So uh, what I really had to do was do some internal um, engineering, where I had to figure out where did I come from? You know, I know that I'm a small creation in this big universe. So we need to figure out how do we get to that to that point, to that answer. And the way that you do that is by continuing to keep asking yourself that same question over and over again until 
your level of awareness heightens and it reveals itself to you in the most minute form and in the most macro form. And once you're able to identify the two, then you start to realize who you are and you don't feel overwhelmed. There's no the imposter syndrome. Um, it's more of a, oh, I understand who I am as, a, as an individual. Uh, and then you realize you go from understanding that you are a human being having a spiritual experience to a, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. What I what I love about this, right, is, you know, after after the game, a lot of I'm sure your peers went into business and industry or maybe into commentating. Uh, but you really have have mastered. Uh, somebody once told me to to plan your career around your lifestyle and not your lifestyle around your career. And and that's mm. really what you did. You brought it all in together. Um, one body, one mind, one spirit. And that's awesome. You said something that was really key um, for me. That's what the the recipe was, was after my career was over, a lot of advice that I received was go back to school, you know, go and figure out how you can be a commentator or go and study to be a, a, a an orthodontist or a doctor. But um, th that's not what, what I was feeling in the inside. And so what I did, you know, because a lot of times what we do, we go and um, as you mentioned, chase these careers and we do not get a chance to figure out who we are, you know? So my idea was to go and figure out what was the principles of life and how do I take those steps? And so, uh, that's what I pursued because I wanted to know so much about me, because if you look at the, if you look at the three things that we need to, um, I, I mentioned this in my book to tap into the zone or just to be uh, a whole person or your whole self, you know, we have to work on the body, the mind and the spirit. And so for the most part, we pretty much figured out the body, you know, when it comes to the mind, we're still working on that. The, the brain is very, uh, very complex, you know, it's constantly evolving, but the spiritual part, we really don't get a chance to focus on that. So when you bring that into view, you align yourself. So if you have to put it on the hierarchy, um, chart, you know, the spirit will be at the top, the mind would follow and then the body. And so what I said to myself, I want to reach for the spirituality. So that way everything else can trickle down. Um, and, and I guess this, you know, applies for, you know, myself, myself in uniform, but eventually I'm going to have to make that transition too. um, you know, much like many other people. So how do you really take these concepts and, and, and help soldiers use these concepts to transition to civilian life? Um, we all go through transition in our lives. And with these transitions, you know, just our basic needs as human beings, we want the same thing. We want happiness. We want an easygoing life. And doing my part is just making sure that we understand who we are at the core. And so my overall purpose is to creatively figure out how everyone can practice mindfulness at the same time so we can have a conscious mind shift. So when you're transitioning from something, the physical body leaves and the mental body can leave, but the spiritual body still stays there. And so what I mean by that is whenever you're making a transition, everything has to go along. Like if you're moving from a house, right? 
um, you have to take every single um, item that's in the house and you take it with you. But if, if you leave some, some something there that's of, of value, you know, then you'll be missing that. And so the same thing happens with athletes, with soldiers, you know, after they leave from combat or after they leave from playing the game, there's still a part of them that's still left there. And since that part of them is still left there, they are still left there. Their spirit, their spirit is still there. And so it, it spirals to self-identity crisis, to a, a depression, and then it leads to suicidal ideation and suicide attempt. And so what I've learned how to do was a reverse engineer a way to re- remind them, okay, this is what we're going to do. We, gotta, we, we have to go and search for our spirit. All right, bring it back. Okay, now what do you want out of life? You know, what are you looking to do? How you've already done a, a, an, a, an immaculate deed. So now what's the next step in life? Okay, well, bring yourself back to society. Now, how can you help out society? How can you help everyone evolve? Because our overall purpose as spiritual beings and human beings is to help things evolve. And once that happens, then you've done your part. You fulfilled your purpose. But we have to be creative in our own way to make that happen. The first thing I think of, uh, you know, when you say about leaving a part of you and in your spirit and and, um, and, in the place where, you know, you put forth your blood, sweat and tears for so long is, um, you know, I've competed in in enough arenas now. uh, There's something sacred about going into the team's locker room, right? Like whether it's your own locker room or it's uh, just just a locker room that maybe like even a minor league hockey team plays in. There's just. You know, it's just something so sacred and, and you feel just uh, different inside of it than you do out you know, on, on the wow. arena floor up, at, you know, where the vendor area is, because that's where that's where it all is made. Right. Like it's, it's sure. made in the locker room. That's where the friendships are made. That's where your 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 spirit and, you know, your yeah. reflection and, and, you know, the time away from the, the field. That's where it's all made. You know, iron sharpens iron. And so whenever you're in yep. a room with, you know, with, with like-minded and like-spirited individuals, you know, we feed off of that energy and it compounds upon, upon the other. And so when you're in a room and you look at someone in, in their eyes and you look with deep within, you let them know that I got your back no matter what. Yep. So, you know, and so from that moment, there's a, a, a feeling that overtakes the body. And then supreme confidence finds a, a space to enter within you, and you and you and the other person can identify with that that sp- supreme confidence. And from there, every single skill that you've sharpened over time, you know, comes into play, and you get into a zone, and you continue to keep looking at them, reminding them, "I have your back," and they say the exact same thing to you. And so when you go out to combat or when you go out to play a game, you know, you get into this 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 space and this zone where it just allows you to to do what you need to do. And then after after the victory, you come back and you sit down and you share that connection, that moment. And it sharpens, you know, your tools, sharpens your skills, it refines your mind, it refines your body and you you allow yourself to go to the next moment, to the next day, and 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 you enjoy the process, and that's what it's about. You know, we talk about mindfulness and meditation. How does the uh, the average person or the I shouldn't even say average person? 
how does any human um, or athlete get started? We brought out the Army eSports team to Kobe's Mamba Academy and, uh, you know, rest in peace in his soul when he was still alive. And, um, you know, that was the first time these these eSports athletes, which are used to just going hard, much like any athlete, right? Um, and not taking time for themselves or just a minute to decompress. Um, it was the first time they were introduced to, to mindfulness and meditation. And, and a lot of them still practice it uh, to this day and, and harness it to, to be a better esports athlete. How do you get started? Well, it takes one second. You know, the reality of it is like going to a gym and expecting to uh, lift all the weights in the gym when you have no strength. And so you go in there and you try to put on, you know, uh, 185 pounds or 225 pounds and decide like let's go uh, <laughs> and you feel yourself strain and um, it becomes very difficult and so the next day you come back and or you don't even show up for the next day because you realize like you you've exhausted yourself you work too hard so what I what I share with with the, every individual that I teach you know when it comes to mind from the start well, where you feel comfortable, you know, whether that's one second, you know, the, 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 the concept, the idea of mindfulness is to bring yourself to the present moment. Before you go in, you focus on, you say to yourself, I'm going to focus on this thing for one second. And that's whether, you know, I want to improve my skills. Um, I want to get better. I want to uh, understand love. I want to understand compassion. You start there. And that one second will eventually turn into five seconds. Five seconds to ten seconds. And you 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 continue to increase your time with the more confidence that you build. So now you've mastered ten seconds of being able to focus on being in the present moment or being able to focus on that initial thought. And then that goes to 30 seconds, and then 30 seconds goes to 60 seconds. And what's 60 seconds? One minute. So now you've just learned how to maintain your focus on either one thing or just learn how to observe and sit and witness all of the thoughts that are going on in your brain. See, there are steps. You know, uh, there will never be a staircase unless there are steps. And yeah. so... In order for anyone to start practicing any type of mindfulness and meditation, start with something that is very attainable, five seconds, 10 seconds, and then you gradually increase your time. And eventually your awareness will heighten and you will find your peace within yourself. And when you find your peace within yourself, you are completely content you find your power within your peace. And what I mean by that is when you reach a level of peace, you, s you feel extremely calm. You feel connected to something. Your power is always there. Prince Daniels is the author of Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete, Mastering the Balance Between Power and Peace. You can get more information about his writing and his organizations at PrinceDanielsJr.com. That's PrinceDanielsJr.com.
Major Allison Brager, Ph.D., is the author of Meathead, Unraveling the Athletic Brain. She is the former chief of Rare Sleep Research Center and deputy of our Behavioral Biology Branch. We've all had that experience when we're completely immersed in the present moment. Our senses become vivid, and time passes by quickly or seems to slow down, such as listening to music, reading a book, getting outside on a nice day, or something else we find pleasure doing. Sports psychologists refer to this as flow. In a state of flow, you get into a zone, and the space allows you to perform at your best. For instance, a soldier crushing a training event, an athlete breaking records at a game. Flow can also help in mental performance, such as writing a paper, drafting a design, or playing a musical instrument. Physical movements, words, ideas, or notes seem to come out perfectly and effortlessly. No matter what the challenge is, the key, as Prince Daniel said, is to tap into and harness that power and energy to play to the best of your ability. So how can we find power within peace? Practicing mindfulness can help foster a flow state. We pay attention to all the senses and rein in the wandering mind to help focus all our attention on what we're doing in that moment. However, achieving flow is not as simple as being relaxed. Rather, it's a balancing act. An athlete that's too hyped up and activated might choke and perform poorly. At the other extreme, a soldier that's bored and underactivated might make mistakes and perform poorly. That could be costly to his team. Every person has an optimal level of activation or stress to perform optimally. What about you? Do you tend to perform best when you are more stressed or activated? Or more cool and relaxed? As we discussed in our last podcast, we use introspection to tune into the quality of attention to help establish an optimal level of activation. And mindfulness helps to strengthen the muscle of attention, similar to going to a gym and lifting weights. Together, introspection and mindfulness can help enhance performance on whatever we do. Begin with a modest goal of practicing mindfulness a little bit every day. In the words of Prince Daniels, a 1% change today might help you be 1% better tomorrow. With that in mind, let's get to our practice. Begin by settling into the body, taking a few slow, deep breaths. And as you do this, releasing unnecessary tension in the body and mind. 
And check in and notice how you feel, both mind and body. Perhaps you feel energized, excited, or maybe tired, agitated, or relaxed. Thoughts and bodily sensations may arise. And just let them be what they are. As you continue to breathe and settle the body into a calm and easy state. Now bring to mind a time or an activity that brought you into flow when you felt in the zone. Focused and completely immersed in the moment. feeling timeless and effortless, performing at your best. All of your senses heightened. See, hear, feel, smell, taste. As you settle into flow, notice when thoughts and other distractions stop, even for a few seconds, and zoom in to the silence and peace. Find power within peace. Tap into and harness that power and energy within. Notice where you feel this inner resource of power and peace in your body. Perhaps your heart, lungs, core, legs, or maybe arms.
and nourish that felt sense of power and peace within. Now bring to mind an activity that you would like to perform with greater focus, attention, and enjoyment. Whether a physical or a mental pursuit. And immerse yourself in the moment. All of your senses heightened. Sight, sound, touch. smell and taste. Expand awareness beyond the body, beyond time and space. with no limit on what's possible, no boundaries. A sense of your highest potential and self. Effortlessly performing at your very best. And as you settle into flow, notice a single-pointed focus on every moment of your performance. Unfazed by distractions in your environment. And zoom in to the silence and peace that lies deep within. And finding power within your peace. Harness that power and energy to perform at your very best. And allow this inner resource of power and peace to sink into your being. Rare Minds is hosted by me, Captain Tom Nassif. It's a product of the Walter Reed Army Institute of Research, commanded by Colonel Clint Murray and the U.S. Army Medical Research and Development Command, commanded by Brigadier General Michael Talley. Today's final thought comes from Bruce Lee, 
who wrote, bring the mind into sharp focus and make it alert so that it can immediately intuit truth, which is everywhere. The mind must be emancipated from old habits, prejudices, restrictive thought processes, and ordinary thought itself. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks.